Hello and welcome to How We Live Online. I'm Christina. I'm Joanna. Joanna. Are you trying to sound like a flight attendant? I don't know what I wanted to do. I just wanted to change it up. That was nice. Thank you. Today is a cafe. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry about what you just heard, which was my air shutting off. I hope it wasn't that obtrusive. And we're going to talk about some stuff. Last um, week, you said you'd tell the story of your phone. I know, but I was just thinking about that. I could tell it. It's not resolved yet. That's okay, the only well, thing. Just, just, tell, just tell us. Okay. So here's the story of my phone. I'll, I'll back up. I'll back up. I'll back up. I've already, I've already started in the middle. I should back up. Before the phone? I have a phone. I have a phone that works. Does it? Sometimes. Depending on the temperature, <laughs> it works. And sometimes it doesn't. I have an iPhone 6S, I believe. I think I got it in 2016. No, yes, 2016. I was a freshman in college. That's when we were a freshman in college. Yeah, you got a new phone then? Yes. Okay. I got a new phone. And that is the phone I have today. Right. Let's make this clear. The iPhone 6S was not the newest phone at the time. It wasn't? Right? Okay, it came it's out, out in September intense. 2015. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Like, the 7 came out, and then I got the 6. Like, that's thrifty and smart of me. I know. I was going to say, like, I like I wanted to make clear, like, <laughs> Joanna didn't buy the newest phone, even then. Yeah, so the 6S is from... <laughs> I'm not saying this is a bad thing. This is judgment-free zone. I do yeah. the same. But that phone was manufactured in 2015. Yes. It's now 2022. Yeah. But it still works, and I like a lot about it. One, I am a fan of the headphone jack. Right. I am literally using wired headphones right now, and I don't have to use a dongle. Plus, I don't like the word dongle, so that helps me out on that even more. Mm. I've never been good at Face ID and swiping up on the phone. It doesn't make sense to me. I like my, um, I guess it's not even swipe to unlock anymore. I just unlocked my phone and I realized it's not swipe to unlock. But, you know, I just, I like my phone. I would like my phone to work. Right. I would love if my phone just worked, but it doesn't, so I need a new one. Okay. I'm not buying a new phone. I have a coworker who is an angel, an absolute angel of a woman. She has gifted me all sorts of amazing things. We're talking peanut butter. We're talking beans. We're talking a rug. We're talking, she wanted to give me an Austrian chest. She said she would pay for it to be shipped to my apartment. But I didn't have a place for it, so I could not accept. Was it hers? It was a she had got it as a gift. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, she's amazing. Anyways, so she I was talking to her about my phone one day, and she said, Oh, I have a phone I could give you. It's a new phone. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you're kidding. Really? Like that would be amazing, but like you don't have to. But she wanted to, so she did. She gave me this new phone and I was pumped because I didn't have to buy one. Mm -hmm. 
And so I started, I went to set it up and everything was going fine. It turned on. It was really nice. It's an iPhone 11 Pro. And it's one of the ones with like three cameras on the back. I don't understand about a SIM card, but my SIM card was in there and it wasn't working. It was a big thing because I went on Verizon and it said account suspended. And I was like, what does that mean? Why would they suspend my account? Mm -hmm. And so while this is happening, I don't actually have cell service on my old phone or on my new phone. I'm like completely <laughs> out. I can, I'm on Wi-Fi. So like I can iMessage, uh -huh. but like if somebody with not iMessage is trying to get in touch with me, if anyone's trying to call me, I am out of commission. So I couldn't unsuspend my phone. And so my dad had to do it for me, which I was so glad that he would do it because it sounded like he had to be on hold forever. And I was very grateful that he would do that for me. <laughs> but anyways, what they told him was that the phone was blacklisted. And I was like, what? <laughs> because apparently what happened, so my coworker who gave me the phone got it because her partner who used it before me passed away when he had the phone. Mm-hmm. And he must not have finished paying it off. And when somebody stops making the payments on the phone, they blacklist it. Mm -hmm. Because I guess it could be associated with like nefarious activity. Mm -hmm. So it, my account, since I tried to set up like my line using it, Verizon suspended my account. Because <laughs> <laughs> they thought I was associated with nefarious activity. Right. And they, so I couldn't access cell service for like three days because it was taking forever for them to unsuspend it. And so I was like using this new phone for a day and then I realized it wasn't going to work. So I put my everything back in the old phone uh -huh. and even the old phone didn't work Yeah, <laughs> because they were like, this girl is trying to do illegal stuff. Yeah. Anyways, it works now, but the story is not. It works by my old phone works again. But the story is not finished because I am determined to go to Verizon and get them to let me use this phone. It's going to take forever. You think? Yeah. Why? I hope not. I hope it doesn't take forever. But I feel like you're going to go to some random app from some random Verizon store. Some random part-time Verizon worker is going to be like, What? And it's going to take forever. I know. Well, that's why I have a plan, which is I'm going to go in. I'm going to smell really nice. I'm going to look like a nice person. And I'm going to say, like, <laughs> to I'm going to I'm gonna be so polite. I'm going to be in such a good mood, fully fed. And I'm going to yeah. say, I have a strange problem. I need to talk to somebody who can like, who really knows how to deal with strange problems. Because I truly think that as long as I pay it off, like, I, agree. I should be able to use the phone. So but what, I bet what's going to happen is that you're not going to be able to pay it off there. You're going to have to ask your coworker if you can give them the money to pay it off through that plan. I don't even think she would be able to access the plan, though, because they weren't married. Like, she doesn't. Yeah. Like, it's just this is phone. an interesting predicament. It is. And but, yeah. It's your digital footprint. Like what happens after you die? 
example, which do you mind if I pivot to that? Because I know things about that now. Yeah. For whatever reason, well, is your story done? Yeah, it's done. But you don't know about the phone, but we'll, we'll be updated. Yeah, keep checking in with me on that, guys. Okay. I hope that you are able to just use a random, perfectly new iPhone that shouldn't be blacklisted. Because what a waste of material, if not. I know, and I feel bad for my coworker. She wanted someone to use the phone, and now I can't. Yeah. Anyway. Are you in possession of the phone still? Yes. Because I transferred things to it. So like my duo, like my two-factor authentication is still on that phone. <laughs> oh, so I have to like carry it around. Put it, yeah, I need. Well, I just need to put it back on my old phone. But funny. who knows? Yeah, I when I was teaching a comp class last semester, we were reading like different researched essays. And I found one about, you know, your accounts after you die, like what to do with your social media accounts after you die, because I thought it was interesting. And like, we had to look at research essays. And you can, um, oh my gosh, what's it called? Your like estate. digital will? You're, you have, you can create like a digital estate basically, and like assign people to your accounts Mm. so if you go on Facebook now as like a a user of your own personal Facebook you can either assign a user or a person and like give their information um to be the inheritor or like oh my gosh what's it called head of the estate I don't know what what heiress heiress anyway you can assign um your facebook to somebody and then once you die they can like call facebook and be like they died and then they'll memorialize your page and like give you access to it um twitter if you're the person in charge of someone's dead twitter account you Twitter won't give you access to the account, but they'll, like, with your permission, because you were assigned to be that person, they'll memorialize the account or delete it. Mm. Um, but, and then there are other places that I can't remember, but I just remember those two things and, like, because isn't it so strange to see that someone, to know that someone's Facebook account is just, like, floating around and no one has the password and like what if there's stuff stuff on there that they don't want up there anymore but they've passed away you know it's weird yeah I mean I don't know if I don't find it that weird I mean mostly I feel like it's just sad like I know I've been friends on Facebook with people who have passed away and it is sad to like I mean it's a whole new thing Really, it's a mm-hmm. whole new way of looking at their page. Um, but I feel like people lose the passwords to things all the time and lose access to things online. Yeah. In other ways too. And that and like I feel like that's a whole issue too of getting locked out of things that you should have access to, but then you just get locked out because you forgot the password. Oh, it says my internet connection is unstable. Oh. But my question was, do you use a password manager? No, but I should. Yeah, me too. Oh, you don't? No. Oh. 
<laughs> what you thought I was like, do you use a password manager? I think Corey has said that to me. He's like, just use a password manager, girl. I'm like, don't they cost money? The good ones, <laughs> don't probably, they? but he's rich, so oh, whatever. Yeah. I want to talk about the Taylor Swift Ticketmaster thing. Okay, I've been seeing about that. I have no idea what it is. I would love. What was to your know. story All for the day? I had a few things. Okay. I'll just say, can I say one thing really quick? Because it yeah. is going to take like two seconds. Okay. Tesla made shot glasses. Are they cool? They cost $75. They're shaped like a triangle. They can't stand up on their own. <laughs> That's it. It's literally the whole story. Wait. Yeah, go look up a picture. Why would two shot that? glasses for $75? At they- least it's a pair. Okay. At least it's a pair. Tesla ship sipping glasses $153 on eBay but they're shot glasses they're not for sipping I mean it's you don't know what and, people do I mean I guess you could sip it but it's an ounce oh yeah half. okay wait and they come well no it's not a sipping glass because you'd have to hold on to it the whole time you can't put it down yeah these look breakable and um ambitious and yet but ultimately failing in the um, execution, which mm-hmm. deals on brand. That's true. Um, okay, thank you for sharing. Okay, tell me about T-Swift. T-Swift. So Ticketmaster has had a lot of issues recently with, like, I think a Bruce Springsteen concert, um, a Pearl Jam concert, and other things um basically the website had really long wait times and temporary outages during Mm. the um you know opening to to the public to buy the um to buy the tickets and from like just being on the internet and seeing people being pissed off people were waiting like all day for hours and hours in a queue on the Ticketmaster website to like make it to the first in the queue, put in their pre-sale code and buy a ticket. What I don't understand about that is like, I think you had to previously wait in line probably from the Taylor Swift website to get the pre-sale code. Mm. Then wait in line again. That might be wrong. That first part might be wrong. Then wait in line again through Ticketmaster, get through it and then put your code like I know there's two steps like first you had to get the code and then you had to wait and put in the code what people are saying is like why did I even have to wait if I already had the code and not everyone had the code like why Mm -hmm. couldn't you just like wait in line with only people who had the code because I think people who didn't have the code also were able to wait in the line I don't understand that part that's what confuses me wouldn't they just get kicked out as soon as they can't put in the code. That's what I don't understand. So if any Swifties want to um, clarify that for me, let me know. But basically, this is what the NPR article says. Um, mixed messages, long wait times, and temporary outages on the Ticketmaster website less- left scores of fans frustrated and empty-handed when the first wave of tickets for the 52-date Eras tour scheduled for next year. 52 dates? Mm-hmm. And Swift's first since 2018 went on sale on Tuesday. Ticketmaster rescheduled additional rounds due to what it 
called historically unprecedented demand, saying millions tried to buy pre-sale tickets and hundreds of thousands had done so successfully. Um, so anyway, then on Thursday today, the 17th, which is the day before the tickets are due to the general public, mm. um, Ticketmaster announced that the sale had been canceled altogether due Whoa. to extraordinarily high demand on ticketing systems and insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet that demand. So basically what happened was last Tuesday, millions of people tried to get Taylor Swift tickets. Hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of people got Taylor Swift tickets. They were supposed to open it on Friday again. Ticketmaster canceled that because of the demand. And what people are tweeting about is that it seems like scalpers and people buying just a bajillion tickets, that's why the tickets ran out. Mm. Um, or it was just like too easy for people to buy that many tickets at a time if they had the money. Because tickets are like $700 or something to be on the floor. Let me find some tweets I saw, okay? Mm-hmm. For a Taylor Swift ticket, honestly, I don't go to concerts that often. I would guess $300 for, like, a good seat at a good concert, you know? I don't know. I, like, so Blink-182 is starting, they're touring again with the full original, not the original band, but the most noted, noted band um, is back together. Ooh. And those tickets were going on average for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, but yeah, three hundred dollars. And no, but I'm saying but that like I for would the lowest tier, like for saying? for um, yeah, not even for great seats. I'm okay. saying that if that's what Blink One Eighty Two tickets are going for, I would guess you know Taylor Swift is especially for floor is much higher than that. Yeah, I think I don't know what people are willing to spend on concert tickets because I'm not yeah, a concert goer. Honestly, it blows my mind. Or what's mind. normal. Yeah. But someone tweeted, um, well, okay, first of all, um, there's this like open letter to Taylor Swift that's, <laughs> that someone tweeted um, that's going around and I'm going to read it and it's pretty, I have some issues with it. Um, but Ticketmaster is wrong. I'll say that. Anyway, this is this is the letter. Dear Taylor, I'm writing to you as a deeply upset and frustrated fan of almost 17 years. If there's one thing you've taught me, it's to stand up for what you feel is right. I'm writing this in hopes you'll see what's going on right now and have a solution to fix it. I've been to every single tour from debut to to opening for Keith Urban and Rascal Flatts to the Reputation Stadium tour. I've never in all these years encountered such a difficult and painful ticket buying experience. You have thousands of dedicated fans on social media, most of whom have been around since debut, that are unable to get tickets because of Ticketmaster's failed technology, inability to prepare, and they're prioritizing scalpers. Ticketmaster lied when they said Loverfest ticket holders would have preferred access. That has not been the case. The boosts you've provided through your website have done nothing. In fact, the majority of people who have gotten tickets did not have the boosts at all. So that's what I was saying. Like, they people got codes, but the codes, like, didn't even do anything for them, mm. I guess. Not sure how, but 
Additionally, most of the fans who got tickets couldn't even afford to sit on the floor because of the dynamic. I don't know if that's the right word that she's using. But anyway, dynamic pricing in place. I think just like high pricing. Like I don't know. I'm, by that, I'm guessing it means like the prices of things are responding to the demand. Like it's dynamic. It's not like a static price to sit <gasps> on the floor. Okay, then I was being stupid. Okay. On November 15th, we waited in queue for over six and a half hours. That's unacceptable. We know the demand is high for the Eras tour and we are so proud of you. We love you so much. I would literally take a bullet for you in a heartbeat. I never want to say anything to upset you or disappoint you. And at the same time, I'm really upset and disappointed in how this has been handled. I know you would not want to see us all sad and hurting over something we should be celebrating. We love you so much. And all I want is to have easy access and affordable options. Love, 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 Bryn. Okay. So Taylor Swift, it's crazy to me. Imagine knowing, imagine being Taylor Swift and knowing that like people would take a bullet for you. (laughs) Sorry, but that's what stood out to me in this. I'm like, she's like, I would literally fucking die for you and you won't let me see you in concert. Again? I'm sorry. The other thing that stood out to me was this girl has been to every concert. But she loves her. I know that's good. I'm glad for her. But people spend their money People can spend their money however they want. But like, wanting to die for a celebrity (laughs) is not something that, that that could never be me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think Taylor Swift would want anyone to take a bullet for her either, so. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know anything about her, really. Okay, my question is, what is Taylor Swift supposed to do about that? Right? what is her better option like that's kind of what I was thinking about when you were explaining the whole situation like what did I know how people bought concert tickets before Ticketmaster like a lot of in-person or maybe some online sales and before that like either in person or like on the phone probably but like I guess really what else is supposed to be done slash like yeah it sucks that Ticketmaster wasn't better. I mean, it sucks a lot, but like what truly, what is she supposed to do about that? Like, how is she supposed to hold them to a higher standard? Like, there's nothing, there's nothing to do about it. She is just the singer who generated that amount of traffic. You know what I yeah. mean? That yeah. is to say she has an army. She does. And could could take <laughs> over the world. And in a sense, she has. And if this were any other artist, it would maybe it would happen if like with like a, a Beyonce, like if, if it was Beyonce. Like literally some it would have to be someone so big with multi-generational audience. Like she has that person who's been to every single concert, right? Who's in her 30s, and then younger people too and like 12 year olds who want to go anyway so I don't think it's Taylor Swift's fault like it's not her fault everyone loves her yeah not to defend her but I mean yeah I mean to defend like what is she supposed to do nothing anyway next here are some funny tweets about it someone tweeted 
You're 34 buying a $749 floor ticket to see Taylor Swift in Tampa, Florida. No, I'm just making sure I heard that right. Someone responded to that, BFFR, why does it matter? And then the first person said, it doesn't. That's the best part about being a hater. <laughs> and I think that's fucking funny. You can say whatever you want online. This person's doing it right, owning being a hater. I honestly because, love that. I mean, this person's just making fun of someone in their 30s wanting to spend their money on a Taylor Swift ticket. Do I think it's warranted to make fun of someone for that? I mean, yes and no. No, because people can spend their money however they want. Yes, because I think if you can make me laugh by being a hater, you're allowed to do anything. Yeah, I would say like the hate, like the first part didn't make me laugh, but the second part did. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, and then someone on, this is a screenshot from someone's TikTok. The Ticketmaster debacle was Taylor's capitalistic circus on full display. That's why it was so upsetting, regardless of whether you got tickets or not. So many rich and powerful people are deeply invested in Taylor bringing in as much money as possible, including Taylor. And this time, there's no hiding it. Urging fans to buy a million different versions of the same album, nonstop merch, dynamic pricing for concert tickets. It all truly seems irresponsible at this point. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it. I'm officially turned off by Taylor. <gasps> it's like, you had a horrible time. The whole thing is messed up. Of course Taylor wants your money. Is this the first time you're thinking that? Yeah. She was anti-Spotify. Anyway, so it's basically a monopoly that Ticketmaster has. Mm -hmm. And so Senator Bloom and Bloom Bloomberg, what the hell is that man's name? He tweeted about it. So, 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 where is it? Yeah, okay. Senator Blumenthal called for investigation and accountability into the company Ticketmaster, especially after becoming a subsidiary of, a subsidiary of concert behemoth Live Nation. So mm. Live Nation and Ticketmaster are one now, um, which is why this problem is happening, I guess. Um, anyway, Blumenthal tweeted, no, okay, he tweeted, Taylor Swift's tour sale is a perfect example of how the Live Nation slash Ticketmaster merger harms consumers by creating a near monopoly. Consumers deserve better than this anti-hero behavior. Ooh, anti-hero. His intern was searching for a negative word in that album. Wow. Um, oh, wait. Is that a Taylor Swift reference? Yes. Oh. Joanna. Slay. Donna. It's a good song. That's my favorite song on it. I only, I actually only listened to like four songs in the album or up until Antihero. And then a week later, Spotify like gave me a little pop up when I was on the app and it was like, you've only listened to half of this album. Are you kidding? Isn't Spotify has been going wild with some of those pop ups recently. Yeah. It's like, don't you want to finish this album, girl? Wow. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't really like, I won't get into it. Don't come after me, Swifties. Anyway. Yeah. So big freaking deal swifties i've planned on listening to the album but i haven't yet but i, I will like I listen need, to like, it all the way through i need time to marinate i haven't like i don't want to 
Sometimes I don't want to engage in the discourse immediately. Sometimes I need some time. Mm. Like with the show, Never Have I Ever, that Mindy Kaling wrote. Yes. Adorable. Crazy. Giving me anxiety, honestly. But you can also consume it without engaging in the discourse. No, I can't. Immediately. Me. Me, me, me. No, no, no. I'm just saying... I'm you the, one the general could. the general you yes me one no. could yeah so i'm too tapped in i need to delete some apps for a minute yeah go social media sober my sober month is almost up actually it's up basically now oh like when this comes out oh definitely when this comes out but it's not a basically now you got another week girl me yeah no, I don't. When are you ending? Thanks. Oh, I meant Thanksgiving break when I said Thanksgiving. When do you say Thanksgiving? Me? Wait, I'm oh, sober. Oh, you I, said, okay. okay I declared okay, being I, I, sober. I I'll tell you the weekend. It was the weekend I dressed up as Extina Aguilera and blacked out. Yes, I get what you're saying now. I thought I was, yes. Okay, yes. it is almost up. You're right. Your thing, you know about your thing. I know about my thing. Did you just hear my dad sneeze? No. It was really loud. Yikes. Yeah, I like setting a timer on stuff like that. Like, I'll be sober and for a month or whatever. Or I'll jump rope for a month or whatever. You know, Yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know what my next thing is going to be. Because I did the sober thing. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to not drink soda for the next month. Mm. I've been on the soda game. Why don't you do an app like you just said you wanted to? Huh? Why don't you delete an app like you just said you should? Then I can't do the pod. What do you mean? What app do you need for the pod? All my social media apps. I have to. (laughs) I can't do it for a month. Maybe I could do it for a week. But you've done apps deleted for... um... Yeah, I, I've deleted TikTok for months at a time. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I don't know right now. I don't I'm just know. saying I believe in you and you should have self-efficacy. I know. I just don't know what I want to efficate. Okay, my bad. Is that a word? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it sounded kind of dirty. <laughs> I just don't know. Babe, what do you want to efficate? Gross. Babe, we haven't efficate. What'd you say? Nothing. It literally bleeped you out because it was so nasty. I was I was laughing myself, yeah. You're behind Joanna. Joanna's sitting on the floor. And behind Joanna, there's just a throw pillow that says big. <laughs> no, it says dream big, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read the top. It's too far. Big. Okay, big. wait. I have, I have something to ask you about. Did you hear about the astronaut on Twitter, since you're on Twitter? No. I guess I'm not on STEM Twitter. I'm on Swifty Twitter. Okay. So, like, you're on Twitter, but you didn't even know about this story that I had heard about. Are you talking about Pete Davidson? An astronaut. I did hear about Pete Davidson, that he's dating Emily Radakowski. Emrata. Yeah. How do you say it? I said... Oh, Emrata? That's, that's her. Is that's that- her. <laughs> That's her, like, handle on everything is E-M-R-A-T-A. Oh, that's so her, because it's Everyone pretty calls awesome. her Well, I do. 
in my head. Okay. Do yeah, that. that makes sense. She's Still pretty awesome, book. I feel like. I know, oh. but she gives me stress. Why? She's one of those people that is so beautiful that, like, I, I kind of need to limit the amount of, of time I spend looking at her. Yeah. She's Same really with Sydney pretty. Sweeney. Yeah. Okay, but this astronaut, there's an astronaut who got banned from Twitter. Oh, I because... thought say from space. No, from Twitter because they posted a picture of space and Twitter flagged it as nudity. <laughs> banned. Elon is messing everything up. I know. It was flagged as intimate content. You want to see it? Yeah. Speaking okay, of it's, epicate. It's loading. This was tagged as intimate content. Okay. People literally post porn on Twitter. How did this happen? Three whole months. Wait. <laughs> Go into any guy's likes on Twitter and there's literally porn. Like, I'm not kidding, like, pussy out porn. Really? On Twitter, yes. Wow. <laughs> I, I stalk people's likes. Especially when Twitter isn't funny. I'm like, let me go to somewhere curated, and I'll go to someone's Twitter who I know likes funny things. Mm. And then, you see a pussy! <laughs> I know, and I'm like, whoa. Are, do people do that, like, because they're going to go back to it? <laughs> Right? Like, why? Also, Twitter still has that thing where, like, it'll pop up, like, blah, 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 liked this, and it's on oh. your feed. And sometimes it's, like, a penis. And I'm like... <laughs> really? Yes. And I'm like, what? You guys, like, just bookmark it. Wow. You can bookmark it. You don't have to like it. But I guess People they're just like, I like that. Didn't Ted Cruz, like, like porn on Twitter or something and everyone saw it? I, I swear remember. to God that happened. I swear it's funny to God. Him. Yeah. Um, okay. Maybe we should wrap up. I, I had something. Show. I'll share this really quick just what? because um, I thought it was kind of interesting. So one part I didn't get to, one thing I didn't get to talk about last time we were talking about tech and time that I thought was interesting was this study that was done on the effect of multitasking on time perception enjoyment and ad evaluation which I thought was just interesting because I feel like it's such a universal experience like how you feel when you're watching an ad slash like immediately like if you're watching something on your computer and an ad pops up you like look at your phone or -hmm. like on tv an ad pops up like you immediately like distract yourself and this idea of like multitasking like as searching for a distraction whenever an ad pops up okay so that like plus this perception from advertisers that multitasking degrades the quality of the ad and like the quality of the experience like I think some I think Hulu does this Hulu if you're watching on your computer doesn't allow you to like, it pauses the ad if you open a new tab. That definitely used to be the case. I haven't done it recently, but yeah, I do remember that happening. Yeah. um, Which is directly because of this idea that, like, if you're multitasking, you're not, the quality of the ad is worse. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of an interesting thing of this study. So 
they basically had people um, in different scenarios watch ads and then they could multitask like in a different window or they could multitask in a different device or they like couldn't multitask at all. Mm. And then they had to report like how they felt. And then also one part of it was how they felt time had passed and which is why I found the article researching for our last episode because people who were able to multitask felt that the ad went by faster. So more multitasking ended up in faster perception of time. But then also interestingly, like people who were multitasking were happier. Like they thought it was a more enjoyable experience, Hmm. which is an interesting effect that like just, it's an interesting idea of like what is like what are advertisers hoping to get out of an advertisement like because maybe you have more positive associations with an ad if you're able to multitask like maybe eyeballs on ad like isn't actually getting you that much yeah but I hate ads because they're so loud yeah the one ad new ad that is so good i think it's progressive is whatever insurance ad has the you don't want to be like your family and it's like the parents like young people acting like their parents being stupid yeah that one's funny and i think and has genuinely made me laugh and whoever is in charge of that deserves a lot and I'm sure I hope they're getting it a lot of money is it progressive it is some insurance I'm not sure off the top of my head but maybe that shows that they're not doing a good job because we don't actually have the recall to remember well I just haven't seen it in so long it might be farmer's insurance I don't know no it's progressive ding 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 yeah it's funny Jake from State Farm, that was an iconic one. Yeah. Insurance always be advertising. They got a lot of money to do good ads. It's interesting to think about. What insurance do you have? What? I also think that insurance ads can do funnier, more adult stuff because it's for an adult audience and they get played during adult shows. Hmm. Whereas like McDonald's can't really do something like that. Like it's a little too... Like, a little kid wouldn't laugh at that. Or, like, a Mm. teenager wouldn't really give a shit about that. Mm. Like, a joke about becoming your parents. It wouldn't be funny. It would be, like, induce some some hate. Well, I think (laughs) the other thing is, like, insurance. I don't know, like, how often people... I mean, this is literally one thing about... (laughs) Like, this one phrase that insurance says is, like, evaluating your insurance needs. Like... I feel like most people, once they get an insurance, they just have that insurance forever. So it actually is our demographic probably that they're most targeting is like people who are buying insurance for the first time. And probably they did some research and thought that this joke about becoming like your parents would be the most successful in our demographic. Yeah. 18 to 24 slash 25 to 30 or whatever. Mm. Um, I do have progressive insurance and it's not the same insurance that my parents have. I have state. Um, They have all state. No, not health insurance. Your car insurance? 
Yeah, progressive is yeah. These are all car insurers. Health insurance doesn't do commercials. I don't think. That's why I was confused. Yeah. No. How embarrassing for me. <laughs> well, Signa, choose your car. I'd you have Geico then. Okay. Yeah. That's if you were to, I'm paying attention to these commercials. So. Yeah. I guess I was always like, yeah. Why is it always for cars? They're always yes. in a car. Yeah, because I think most people just get health insurance through their work, so they don't, or you do it on the marketplace, Mm -hmm. so I don't think health insurance, and maybe there's laws also about health insurance advertising, because, yeah, I really don't ever see that. All I know is that I'm going to make a pie soon. Ooh, what kind? Death apple, because people are going to want apple, prob. Rob, pumpkin because I like pumpkin I love apple I also like pumpkin like one year I didn't make pumpkin pumpkin blah, blah, blah. <laughs> pumpkin and I missed it I think my fave pie of all time strawberry rhubarb I've never had strawberry rhubarb you would love it Jonna I know yeah so yeah I'm gonna make that we're going to have a really big Thanksgiving. A lot of people are coming and it's going to be a new mix. And that's all I'll say. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I that's guess all this I'll is our Thanksgiving episode, kind of. Oh, my God. What are you thankful for? Oh, <laughs> so many things. <laughs> I feel like this week has been so stressful. Like, I am just thankful to... I mean, this week, I'm thankful to be alive, honestly. It has been a very tragic week. Yeah, I'm just thankful for the simple things this week. Yeah, I would say I'm thankful for my health this week. Mm -hmm. And I got a flu shot. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And I got the boost. Oh, that's awesome. It's going to, you're going to get it. You got it right when you needed to. Yeah. It's going to protect you. I truly waited until the last minute to get that. But no, I think November is a normal time to get the flu shot. Honestly, I think the flu just hit really early this year. Yeah. I'm big time scared of the flu. Yeah. Because if you get the flu shot too early, you're not protected into the late flu season in the early spring. Sonia, my students have been out. What do I want to say to the listeners this week? What This is what I want to say. I think I was saying this to my mom. It's so crazy that like shitty stuff happens while really good things happen at the same time. Mm. And that just compounds and changes and like dips and increases and whatever until your life ends. So what do you even do with it? I don't know. But... I don't know where I'm going with this or how to make it. I don't know. I just, it's an observation. Good and bad things happen simultaneously in life and you just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I think um, what you're yeah. trying to say is life's what you make it. So let's make yeah. it rock. You're right. Like my car got towed this week. From where? Campus. Oh my God. That's also such a big to-do. Like, mm-hmm. where did you park? Like, was I it someplace parked, crazy? It, it's like street cleaning and the signs were blown oh, off the trees. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Well, you know what happened to me? That is exactly the point you're just making. I had a parking ticket waived <laughs> this week. Yes. So I'm glad if think... I no. Okay, here's here's here it is. Okay. My, yeah. I got a hundred and ten dollar parking citation and my car was towed. I go to Southside to get my car. There's a huge thrift store. Immediately, I find a pair of $2.50 Levi's 550s from the 90s. One could argue those jeans cost me $112.50. But it was good news either way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just split it up. A $60 ticket and a $60 pair of jeans. Right. The thing is that they didn't fit. Hmm. They're just a little big. I might give this to someone, though. Backy. I could whatever um yeah so shrink them that's my story I could do that that's my story and I'm sticking to it this week enjoy the time you have with the fam if you're working make yourself a mini pie for when you get home I love that for them if we have any healthcare workers who are working on Christmas or whatever (laughs) Thanksgiving (laughs) thank you so much for listening as always and share this podcast with your favorite Thanksgiving dinner guest. Also share with a coworker. Maybe they'll give you a phone. Share this podcast by playing it during Thanksgiving dinner. And then play some Taylor Swift. What about Taylor? Then play some Taylor Swift. Yeah. Dear John. <laughs> Bye. Bye.